Hey, beautiful. As we head into the Christmas holiday, I really just want to talk a little bit about growth, surrender, what this looks like to feel stuck, and just kind of help you have some awareness and ask yourself some questions that could help you have some growth over this holiday season and really anytime you listen to this in your life. So I wanted to remind you before we get started that if you're someone who is just ready to reduce or even totally quit drinking, I have got a six-week group coaching program coming up in January. It's going to help you get control of your drinking, create new routines. We're going to reduce anxiety, really renew our minds with God's Word, and just help you walk through what it looks like to reduce or quit drinking and being able to like know what's really going on with you, right? To express your emotions in a healthy way, to stop spending so much time thinking about it, watching the clock, negotiating. We're going to really work on rewiring our thoughts and how we can go from, oh, I need a drink or deserve a drink to this is an option for me, but I'm going to choose to sit in it for a minute and work through the cravings. Just really learn how to communicate boundaries that you need during this process to loved ones. And to really just calm your anxiety, because I hear that from you a lot. You know, well, what about I get really anxious? And what about social situations? All of that is welcome. All of that will come up. And that's the great thing about group coaching is not only do you get to bring your stuff, you get to share what's going on with you and have me help you and guide you to help pull that out of you. You also get to see the others doing it too. So when we sit in a room, in this one, a virtual room, it's so beautiful to be able to relate to others, connect and know that you're not alone, and also really learn as someone else is learning. You know, we all get to continue to learn from each other, and it's a beautiful thing. So if this is something that sounds like, okay, Michelle's my person. I've been listening to her for a while. Or, you know, maybe you just found this. I had somebody recently like, hey, I just found your podcast. I've binged like 30 episodes. What you're saying is me. This is me. This is what I'm dealing with. Wonderful. Are you ready? Are you ready to step forward in courage and bravery and with God with you? And this whole group of women work together. And if you are and you want to learn more and apply, go to bit.ly slash January Stop Drinking Bootcamp. That is B-I-T dot L-Y slash January Stop Drinking Bootcamp. And I look forward to meeting you soon. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking even when you told yourself you would stop, waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing? Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3am with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood.
All right, let's have a conversation today. I just want to just share my heart with you, some things that have been coming up after having conversations with several of you and just really kind of going into the season and as we're heading into the new year and talking about some ways that we can get unstuck because we use that language a lot. I just feel stuck. I feel in a loop. This is something I experienced for so long and until there was enough suffering And I realized, okay, I'm so done with this. Did I do anything about it? So I'm really trying to be here and hold this space for you and help you begin to explore this now as you're probably already feeling some of this because you're here. So what does stuck mean? Stuck means, by definition, unable to move from a particular position or place or unable to change a situation. Now, when I see that, I realize that looks very disempowering, right? If I'm unable to move or unable to change, where, well, then what am I going to do other than stay stuck? So I want to shift it from a position of, is this really true? Is it really true that you're unable to change a situation? What is the belief around this feeling that you're unable to move, unable to move? Like, where is that? Because I think that sometimes we just say, oh, I'm just stuck. I'm just stuck. And so what happened is, is when we speak that as if it's truth, then our brain looks for proof. So it's looking around like, yeah, you are stuck. You're stuck in this job. You're stuck in this relationship. You're stuck at this weight. You're stuck at this, this issue that you have. But I want you to question that big time. Am I really? Is that really true? What things do I know I can do and take action on to make a change? What ways can I think differently? How can I create a new routine and a new pattern in my day that would support me in getting out of this position of stuckness? Or is it the numbness that you have allowed to to sink in? Is it you going to alcohol? Is it going to distraction? Are you constantly, when you're feeling this, this discomfort, do you just distract yourself? Do you go watch TV? Do you go phone a friend? Do you move out of it so that you're not actually sitting through the emotions of what's gotten you here? I want you to really consider that because that's what I did. Even for a while after not drinking, once I removed the alcohol, there was a lot of work to uncover. And I have been working through that. It's over three years now. I continue to grow. You're always going to experience growth through me on this podcast because I will continue to grow and get more aware be more accepting. And I just love growth. I think it matters. It matters to me as far as who I am as a woman, as a leader, as a mother, as a woman God's called me to be. I will continue to grow. But what I did was even after removing the alcohol and still at times, I would go to some sort of distraction. I would find something else or Not even distraction always, but ooh, I'm going to go over here. The shiny object syndrome, right? Like this will excite me if I'm not really 
liking what's on this over here, I'll go over here. Whether it's I'm going to read a new book or I'm going to try a new workout or I'm going to go try a new restaurant. And none of these things are bad or wrong. They're just ways that we use to cope. And so what happens is when we choose to feel numb, it doesn't even allow us to work through any of this. So would you choose numbness if you knew on the other side of the emotions that you have, the expression of those is absolute beauty, there's truth, there's freedom, there's acceptance. That is what is on the other side of these emotions. For so long, I feared showing my emotions and I was numbing them out. And basically what I was doing was blocking myself from the freedom on the other side. All right. So it felt like the world was moving forward around me and I was standing still. It's like I was trapped in time. Have you felt that or do you feel that now? It's like each day was uncomfortable in the familiar, but then part of me needed the familiar to feel safe. Can you, can you relate to that? Do you know that where you are is not where you want to be? It's super yuck, muck, stuck. <laughs> Dr. Seuss coming at you. But yet it's familiar and you're safe here because what's happening is, is that you don't know what the other thing looks like. All your brain knows is this the here and now. And it's like, even if this really is sucky and I really don't like where I'm at, it's still familiar. And that's that feeling of safety. It might feel unsafe when all these things start bubbling up or the anger comes out or the, the sadness comes out or anything, right? It's kind of scary. But I want you to ask yourself, what are you, what are you really craving? A craving is a powerful desire for something. Now, we use the word craving uh, a lot of times in food, craving something sweet. I'm craving something to drink. Even a lot of times, I didn't even say I was craving alcohol. It was just, it was so patterned that it wasn't even a craving anymore. It wasn't until I tried to take it away that I thought I was craving it, right? But we do, we crave these things. But what do you truly crave in your life? Like for your life? For the woman that you are and for who you know you can be, who God has designed you to be. He knit you together and he's created you for something. And it says he will give you the desires of His of your heart. Now that is in, in alignment with him. We can also have desires that are not growth focused or healthy. But what is it that you truly, truly need that you're not creating for yourself. Because a lot of times we put pressure on others because of this need to like, you need to supply this or you need to make me feel this way or I need you to blank. But what are you not doing? What are you not creating for yourself? I need you to ask yourself these questions. Take time to write this stuff down, okay? Now let's talk about surrender. We know that it means ceasing control. Now, if you're anything like me, <laughs> you're a control freak. And that's probably why you like me, because you can hear that that's just part of who I am. 
Oh my goodness. When I finally released control throughout my entire life and pieces now, especially these last few years when I'm really clear on doing that, I'm like, surrender, hands up, Lord, I surrender. I surrender my control. That is when the best changes, in my opinion, have happened in my life. When when we decide that we need to control, it's purely out of fear. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to live my life in fear. And fear comes up a lot along this journey. Fear comes up a lot when we're working through and trying to achieve growth. It just does because that is the natural part of our brain. That is its nature to keep us safe. And fear comes up and instead of us really taking the time to ask really good questions, we just operate out of fear. And we may be controlling the very things that need to be released from our control to experience the freedom that we really, really want. See, that's the thing. When you start to realize that you desire something bigger and you desire something more, it's immediately the resistance comes up, the fear comes up, but I can't have that or I can't do that. Well, why can't you? The only reason you think you can't is because of these patterns, these beliefs, these stories that you have wrapped up in your head and the ability that you are actually someone that can control it all. When we surrender, when we surrender in action is when the freedom comes. So here's some things I also want you to write down. Make a list. Take some time this week in your journaling. And I want you to write this down. Ask yourself, what things do I try to control? Like in, just kind of sit with yourself and go, okay, I know that I struggle with control. What is it that I'm trying to control? Some things that I wrote down was there was a time and it still pops up and creaks up where I want to control other people. I want to control my spouse, my children, my coworkers. Why aren't y'all behaving the way that you need to be behaving? Why can't you just be blank? How in the world is this person not doing this part of the job when they know that's part of the job? It's just the control comes in, right? What about the outcomes of choices and experiences when you plan things and do things? Well, there's this letdown that we allow ourselves to have if it doesn't go how in our mind we envision it to go, especially if we're trying to control it and it's not working, right? Sometimes we want to control how others feel. Now, isn't that crazy when you think about it? That we would have the ability or the power to actually control how someone else emotionally responds to a situation. That is absolutely out of our control. But yet, when we're in it, we think we are in control. And then what about this this idea of like being strong? I need to be strong in order not to feel like tough it out, suck it up. This order, this, this controlling of, of myself and my own emotions, right? Yes, we can have self-control, but I mean like this, like fake ability that we think we need to have to keep it all in, keep it all inside. This is not healthy and this is not the way for growth. Can you see how when we're seeking control, we are seeking results that are completely outside of our ability to control. It is a lie and it is full of fear. Okay. 
So now, once you realize, okay, what are the things that I'm controlling? I want you to go back and look at these and ask yourself, why do I feel the need to control these things? Like, who gave you this job? Like, who created this job title that says Michelle or Amy or Sarah? Who gave you the job? Who said you need to make sure that you're in control of these things or blank? The blank is what's going to happen? What's the fear coming up for you? What are you really afraid of? Is it fear of embarrassment? Is it fear of failure? Is it fear of your own visibility and being seen? Is it fear of some sort of judgment? What is it? And when you answer that question, what is it? What is the fear? I want you to say, and then what? What would happen? What would happen if that actually happened? Let's just use embarrassed. I would be terribly embarrassed if my children said this and said that in front of the grandma. Okay, let's just say that's it. And that's little and silly, but we do that. We walk around with this tension in our body of fear that somebody's going to say something or, or mess up or embarrass, right? Okay, you're embarrassed. Then what? Then what? And then what after that? It's so fascinating that once we untangle these fears, they feel so big and they feel so constricting. But when we untangle them, it's just not a big deal. Guess what? The then what is like, I'm going to feel a feeling in my body that I'm judging that me that means that I'm embarrassed and my face might turn red. There's some results. Maybe my skin gets hot and okay, I'm going to be embarrassed. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to lose a limb. I'm not going to be kicked out from the family wheel. Like it's just this hugeness of this fear that presents itself. And so if we unhook it and unravel it, so to speak, and ask these questions, that's going to help us realize it's really not that big after all, and we don't need to control it. Okay. So we've lived in such a way that we can be in control mode a lot and miss out on the present because I hear from many of you, and I was the same way, that we wanted to, and you want to have this desire to be present. Like, what does that mean? Because you can't be controlling and then numb out when it's not going your way and still be present. It's just not possible. Okay? So being present is being aware, having clarity, being in this moment. One big thing that's going to help you, and I want you to start using this, and then we'll, um, then I'm going to give you time to work on this on in your journal. Okay? So you've got to have awareness. Getting unstuck from all this, from this control, this numbing out, this coping, these ideas that uh, the familiar is safe, all of this starts with awareness. It is always step one. And that is the knowledge or perception of a situation. You've just got to have knowledge that's like, oh, this is why I'm doing this. This is why I feel this way. This is why I'm coping. Oh my goodness. Because guess what? The great thing about this is, is once you see it and you're aware of it, you can't unsee it. The awareness is there now. And then your brain will support you here too. And it's going to help you look for it. So I want you to start asking yourself, instead of, 
oh my God, why is this happening? What's going on? Why is this happening to me? Why don't you just start saying, okay, what am I to learn here? What is this teaching me right now? Shift all the what ifs to that question. What can I learn? Okay. As you as this awareness is coming up now, then we want to move into acceptance. So acceptance means no judgment. It's tricky. Oh my goodness, it's tricky. We are wired to judge, let me tell you. And then we were trained to judge by everything that's been going on through our childhood. And that's a lot of the stuff that is really powerful when we move through working that working through some of the stuff when we were when we were younger, okay? So when something happens, we label it, right? Good, bad, right, wrong, positive, negative. And so what happens is when we naturally judge, this clouds the ability to accept it so that we can move into surrender. Something happens like a circumstance and then we make it mean something based on our own personal beliefs. Because you and I could be in the same room, see the same thing happen, there'll be a same circumstance, and we will have two completely different perspectives about it because it is not absolute truth. It is our truths. It's how we've been raised. It's what we've been taught, right? It's our beliefs and our systems. So I may be, oh, that was good that that happened. You may be, "Uh uh-uh, that was bad. Or, oh, that was a positive experience. No, it wasn't. It was negative. And that's just the way it is because all this is coming from the beliefs that we have. And the great thing is, is then go back to awareness. Oh my goodness. Is this really true? Is this something that I still believe? Why do I believe it? Whose belief was it? Who gave this to me? All this uncovering is going to help you grow. It's going to help you become more and more who you're designed to be and more and more lined up with, with God and his truth, right? All this ties into that. Okay. All right. So here's what I'm suggesting for the week ahead. And then I'm going to let you go. Choose surrender. Just choose it. Just decide I'm surrendering and I want to allow what comes up, comes up and let it flow. Okay. Choose to be present even when you feel uncomfortable or feel that a feeling comes up and you're going to label it negative, a negative emotion or a negative feeling like embarrassment. I just want you to like choose to feel it. Just sit with it. Breathe. Be with it. Then I want you to accept it. I want you to be able to accept how others are behaving and how they're showing up what conversations they're having, the highly inappropriate conversations they're having, the rude thing your mother says at the table, the totally off-colored comment that's back from the 1980s that your cousin says at the table. And just be present and let God handle it because he has already gone before you and he is currently with you, seated right there with you. Now, here's a little something I want you to do, and this is a practice that you can use moving forward, and it's a beautiful moment that you can just really ground yourself. You can be present in your body, 
and you can know that you're safe. So I want you to close your eyes, not right now, obviously if you're driving, but I want you to have this. That's why I'm putting it at the very end of this episode. So you can just kind of clip this part at the end. This can be done in about two minutes. And I want you to just find a quiet place where you will not be disturbed. And I want you to take four deep, deep breaths in through your nose. You can breathe out your nose or your mouth, whatever is most comfortable. Again, I want you to feel the breath go in through your body. As your belly pushes out, and just focus on your breath, and just slow down for a moment. I want you to just sit, continue breathing, focus on your breath as it goes in through your body, as your belly pushes out, and I want you to place your right hand over your heart, and your left hand right on your belly. And I just want you to just be with you for a moment in the quiet. And as the thoughts come in, just allow them to come. Allow them to flow through. Continue breathing. I want you to feel your shoulders. Wherever you're sitting, if you're crisscross or you're sitting in your chair or you're standing, just be in your body. And I want you to visualize just for a moment a protection around you, sort of like a halo or a force field, just something that just feels warm and safe, can feel angelic, it can feel like the Holy Spirit, and just know that like this, this is your safety. This is God in His presence with you. He is with you everywhere you go. Just see it as a light It may be vibrating and glowing. And inside of this, as you feel your body and you visualize the safe protection, I just want you to slowly just speak to yourself and say, I am safe. I am loved. And I am whole. Because you are, sister, you are whole. You are safe. You are loved and God is with you and he will be with you everywhere you go. So as you just sit with this in the quiet, allow yourself to say these words. I am safe. I am loved and I am whole. And whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes and I want you to know that you are safe You are loved and you are whole. And I want you to know that God is with you. And even in the discomfort and even in the fear, all you have to do is just tap back into those breaths, the truth that God is with you, and that it's going to be okay. So this week and the upcoming weeks, choose surrender, choose to be present. Choose to accept and allow God to go before you. Have a beautiful weekend. Love you, sister. 
Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.